This is Mike Kitko, and I'm a small business owner just like you. I'll never be a hustle whore or grind guru, but I do believe in having it all, health, wealth, and a life full of love. Struggle is not the goal, and sacrifice is not glamorous. I like the path of least resistance. It just takes a shift in mindset and the beliefs you hold. Do you believe that you need to sacrifice now to have what you want later? Or do you believe that you can have it all, all the time? Because your beliefs create your outcomes. I choose to feel wealthy, successful, and happy every day, and you get to choose for yourself. Welcome to Lead, Love, Profit, Play, where small business owners learn and choose to have it all and choose to create success without the stress. Do you, do you ever feel like a fraud? Do you ever feel like if people really knew who you were, then they'd see that you weren't as good as they think you are? You're leading a business. You own a business. You're leading people. You have clients. You have, you have vendors. You have people that, that believe in you, that trust you, that support you. They, you have people that follow you. But you believe that if, if they really knew who you were, they would all just magically disappear and go away because they'd see that it was all false. Do you ever feel like if you really just opened up your chest cavity and decided to be you, that you'd, you'd have no one in your life left to support you because you can't be you can't be real and authentic and still be successful. Guys, this is called the imposter syndrome. And, and the imposter syndrome plagued me for, for most of my life. It, until I understood what, what I was facing, uh, and, and this, ha- this all happened when I was about 43 years old. But when I finally understand, understood what I was facing, then it took me some time to to start to unravel and unwind all of the, the self-doubt and all of the, the internal conflict and the fear and the and, and the just the the disbelief that I could be good, that I could be talented in the world. I descended to the the ranks of executive level leadership, and and I remember going into my office from time to time. And I would close the door and I would sit there like almost in the corner, huddled up, you know, and and with holding my knees, just rocking, hoping that nobody figured out that I wasn't good. The imposter syndrome, I know it's plagued me. And and in in talking to many, many successful executives, to many business leaders, the imposter syndrome runs rampant through through the world, through the professional world, through the shit, through life. The imposter syndrome is driven by three specific elements that all contain seeds of fear. And these, these three elements are inadequacy, insecurity, and insignificance. Inadequacy is by far and away in my opinion, the biggest driver of of the imposter syndrome. Because inadequacy is basically, what it says is, until you're perfect, you'll never be good enough. It's, It's a form of perfectionism. 
let me tell you a story about when I was in corporate and I had, uh, I had assembled a, a leadership team. I was brought in to run a manufacturing plant and I had a couple of low performers on the team, on my functional team. And I let those, those folks go and I hired some new folks to replace them. And I up-leveled the entire skill base and the talent base of my leadership team. Now I'm in the chief seat. So the chief, not the cheap seat, I'm in the chief seat and I overhauled my functional leadership team and I started building them and they started bonding and they started, they started collaborating and they started problem solving. And all I had to do, I remember times where all I had to do is go into a room and with these, with these folks and write a problem on the board. And they would tell me like, get out of here, leave, like get out of our way. Let us solve this problem. And and these, these folks would solve the problem and they would, they would come up with concepts and solutions that absolutely blew me away and were so far out of, out of my intelligence range and zone at that time that it was amazing that, that I, I could be witness to this and I could be part of it. And the more, the more I, I watched them work and the more problems these folks solved in our business and the better our business got and the, the higher level of performance we achieved, the more inadequate I felt. Because I felt if they're solving all the problems, then I'm worthless. If, if I'm not needed by them, then I don't have a role. Now, I'll remind you, I'm in a, I'm in a cheap seat. And, and my functional leadership team is the best team I'd ever seen assembled. And, and these guys are solving problems and they're just, they're dominating in our performance and our metrics and our, our key performance indicators kept getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And as, as our performance improved, I felt worse and worse about my own contribution to the plant. And I felt all I was doing, all I was doing is bringing people into a room, pointing out a problem and and they'd solve it. And I felt that I was just, I had no contribution whatsoever. Now I'll keep diving into that. I'll keep emphasizing it because advance Oh, and, and, and by the way, I, I eventually did leave that, that company, that position, because I, I felt like an imposter. I felt like at some point they were going to figure out I wasn't this good. And, and what happened ultimately after, after everything started making sense for me is that I assembled that team. I developed that team. I grew that team. I nurtured that team. That team bonded because of me. I went coast to coast looking for talent. I found talent. I assembled a world-class team and they performed as a team because I was leading them. My zone of genius is to develop people and to develop teams. That's my zone of genius. That's what I do at a world-class level. 
and I was in my zone. And since it was so easy, since it was so effortless, since, since it, was, it was transparent that I was actually, my talents were, were enabling and empowering a team to perform in their zones of genius. And it got lost on me. And an inadequacy is measuring yourself against an, an element of perfection that you need to be all things to all people all the time. And if you're not all things to all people all the time, then you're worthless. Inadequacy, inadequacy is simply just almost surrendering to the fact that you're not good enough no matter what happens and no matter what you do in your life. And inadequacy can fuel performance at, at, at the highest levels, but it can also create, create such internal devastation that you never feel valuable, worthless, sig- or wor- worthy, significant. You never feel real and actual. You never feel an equivalent member of society. Inadequacy can, can cause you to feel broken constantly. And this is why when I was in, at the height of my corporate, my professional success in corporate America, I felt absolutely worthless. Even though people around me were pointing at me and talking about the performance levels, the high performance levels, and, and the, the excellence and the genius that I brought to the table every day, and I just continued to deny it because I couldn't feel it. I would get promoted. And this happened in the Marine Corps too. It happened in every company I worked for. I would get promoted and I never knew why. Because I just, I didn't feel talented. And when you don't feel talented and you're in your zone of genius, you're going to think that you're, you're below average. And you're going to think if I can do it, anybody can do it. Inadequacy is the first sign, if you, if you feel inadequate in everything, it's the first sign that, that you're, not, you're, not in, you're, you're not congruent inside and out, that there's a disconnect, that maybe there's a mental and emotional breakage somewhere in you that needs to be a re- realigned or reconfigured or connected. You can't be all things to all people all the time, but you can be the very best version of who you are in your zone of genius all the time and do exactly what you love to do, what you get to do, and what you're awesome at and be highly successful and surrender to your worthiness, your value, your significance. Number two is insecurity. And and look, insecurity is just not feeling safe or secure or feeling like you're you're balanced. Insecurity is feeling like everything's going to fall apart at any given time. 
We are fear-based creatures. Human beings are fear-based creatures. We, we evolved through fear. Fear kept us safe. Fear kept us in packs. Fear would help us figure out what, what we needed to do to survive. So, so fear has been our ally, but fear is also what prevents us from living soul out as well. Insecurity is basically when fear overrides everything else. Insecurity is when fear rides, overrides any confidence that you have, any courage that you possess. You're basically living through fear, and it's paralyzing. You might wake up in the middle of the night in cold sweats, no matter how well things are going for you. Things could be going awesome for you, and you still wake up. You still wake up in the morning just afraid of what's going to happen. No matter how much money you have, you feel like it's all going to fall apart. You're always afraid people that are going to leave you. You're always afraid. You're always paranoid of what could go wrong next. Insecurity is just living your entire life through fear. And listen, I know a lot of wealthy, wealthy, wealthy people who feel broke, financially bankrupt. Because the insecurity that's in them has not been resolved by their wealth. Band-Aid on cancer. You must resolve the internal insecurity because there's no external circumstance that's going to overcome that insecurity. And when you feel insecure and, and you can, just like inadequacy, you can perform at a high level with insecurity and it'll keep advancing you and moving you forward and it'll keep propelling you through the ranks and it'll keep driving you because you're trying to eliminate the fear that's in you through some external circumstance through some external uh, admiration or or material or possession or amount or accumulation or title or something you're trying to figure out a way to resolve the internal insecurity that you have so it could propel you to the highest ranks of and, and, and levels of, a, of accomplishment and attainment. But you're going to feel like an imposter the entire time. Like it's about to fall apart. But understand, we are fear-based creatures. Fear is a natural part of being a human being. But one of the, one of the best things that I, I was taught by a former mentor is, is feel freedom in the fear. Don't, don't look for freedom from the fear. Find freedom in the fear because you are a fear-based creature. We have an amygdala in, in our, at the, the, what is it, right above the spine, at the base of the brain. The amygdala, if you take two almonds and put them side by side, that's the, that's the size of your amygdala. And that is your fight, flight, or a freeze response that initiates the fear-based responses that, that drive human beings to feel fear. And, and when you're in, when you live in complete insecurity, that little thing is driving your whole life. 
Third is insignificance. And insignificance is basically just, it's a level of shame. It's, it's feeling like you're, you're not equal to, to a human, you know, to other human beings that your life is irrelevant. Maybe somewhere along the line, somewhere in your life, you were told that you didn't matter. You were taught that you didn't matter. Maybe you were overlooked. Maybe you became invisible. Maybe you were abandoned. Maybe you were neglected. Maybe, maybe you were bullied and cast aside. Maybe you were violated. Maybe, maybe something tragic happened that, that you now feel worthless and insignificant. Like your life, like your breath doesn't matter. And you go to work. You go to your business. You own your business. And you still feel insignificant no matter what you accomplish, no matter how much you win, no matter how much you attain, no matter how much you help your clients, no matter how successful your employees are. Insignificance never allows you to feel valuable. You just feel insignificant in the world. These three inadequacy, insecurity, and and insignificance will rob you of of feeling wealthy, successful, happy, joyful, peaceful, prosperous. These three will, if you allow them to fester in an unconscious matter and don't really dive in, if you, if you just try to avoid them, if you try to make them go away, if you, if you try to ignore them, you, you will, you will run from them and try to try to distract yourself from them, but you're not going to outrun them. They're going to catch up. And over time, they're going to amplify and they're going to grow because if your entire life is, is about running from inadequacy, in, insecurity, and insignificance, then and as your life goes on, they're going to keep getting bigger and bigger like that, that monster when you were a, a child in your dreams. The faster you ran, the bigger it got, and the faster it ran. This is what happens when, when we ignore inadequacy, insecurity, and insignificance. They eventually they get big enough, and they get fast enough, and they catch up with us. And these three brought me to my knees, 300 pounds, suicidal, completely up to my eyeballs in, in toxic relationship with alcohol. Because I was trying to ignore, I was trying to distract myself from the feelings that were within. The imposter syndrome contains elements and it contains a mixture of inadequacy, insecurity, and insignificance. And guys, if, if not addressed, it's going to eat you alive. The antidote, the, listen to me, the antidote to the imposter syndrome is transparency, vulnerability, integrity honesty. It's, it's starting to tell people how you truly feel and starting to express yourself and starting to, starting to allow your, your darkness, your shadow to be exposed to the light of others. 
The more you keep these things secret, the, the more they'll eat you from the inside out. I wrote, I wrote a book. My first book is titled The Imposter in Charge. And, and one of the reasons I wrote that book is because in the first few chapters, I shared most of my garbage. I shared most of my darkness. And that allowed me, that was like a, a catharsis. It was very cathartic for me because when, when I shared all of my darkness with the world, then I felt more normal. And, and I was accepted in, and embraced because I was expressing and exposing that I felt inadequate, insecure, and insignificant. And, and other people, their response was, me too. Because we all have Elements of inadequacy, insecurity, and insignificance, fear inside of us. And if someone tells you they don't, they're lying. They are lying. Run. <laughs> and and the, more, the more honest and real and raw and transparent and vulnerable and authentic we are and tell people that we love, that we trust, that love us, that trust us, when we tell them what we really feel, who we really are, then the imposter syndrome starts to turn into rocket fuel for self-worth, self-value, self-esteem, self-love. You don't have to live in the imposter syndrome, but it requires the courage to tell the world who you really are. And that's a decision that you get to make. Are you up to that? Are you up to that task? Are you willing to carry that torch? Are you willing to get raw, authentic, vulnerable, and honest? In, in other words, step into complete integrity with who you are in the face of others. If you do, it will set you free. And if you don't, it will bring you to your knees. I hope you make the right decision. Until till next time, the more social Deep, social, powerful, trusting relationships you have, the more valuable, the more worthy, the more deserving, the more loving you're going to feel in this world. And again, the more you're going to experience what real wealth is, what real success is, what happiness is. To access powerful tools and content to create more wealth, success, and happiness in your life, or to join the Happy Millionaire community, visit www.livesoulout.com.